Okay, everybody, time for the digital marketing news this week. I'm going to share a deck with you this week. I've got some really awesome stuff. This will be a quick video, some pretty notable news, actually. So this is one that you're going to want to watch the entire thing. That is for sure. So let's go ahead and dive into it. So first thing is Microsoft Advertising has announced new multimedia ads. These are looking pretty cool. You can see an example of one right here if you're watching this on video right now and not listening to the podcast. So basically they combine headlines, images, and descriptions using machine learning, and they kind of let the algorithm pick the best combination. This is much like the dynamic ads that I, I've been running a lot. Maybe you've been running a lot on Google. They seem to work really, really well, letting, letting AI take control a little bit. So users will see these ads on Bing search results and they will appear at the top and right rail. However, Bing is only gonna serve up one multimedia ad per page. Uh, so that's gonna mean that it's, if there's gonna be limited inventory for this type. Next thing, this is maybe some of the biggest news this week. So TikTok has tripled its video length. I've been messing around on TikTok a little bit. It's a fun platform. I like to try to make stuff go viral. You can go ahead and check me out on there if you like, but essentially, uh, you know, it's the fastest growing site out there right now. And now they've tripled the length of its videos from one minute to three minutes. And that update has started immediately. And that's that's a really big deal. Now, these other social apps have not done that, right? So there's obviously a lot of other ones that are, are still less than one minute. So you can't just have all of them be over one minute if you're going to be doing some distribution there for your social videos. But big deal for TikTok. It'd be interesting to see how that plays out. What's interesting about that platform and some of these other platforms is that often these really, really short videos do the best. They get more views. People watch them over and over again, trying to understand what happened there. They like it. I mean, even stuff that's six seconds, which is pretty crazy. Next thing, Google says, don't use too many internal links. This is pretty interesting. Um, back when I started in SEO, um, gosh, 2007 and 2010, kind of that, that area in there, we used to do this stuff called page sculpting, where you would really only try to have a certain amount of internal links on a page passing authority from one area to another area within the website. And as you can see, Google's kind of saying that um, it's still a thing, right? So if you have too many internal links, just you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, they might not know what to follow. Now, when we're doing enterprise search engine optimization, often we will try to limit the amount of internal links, have clear linking structures. And if you want to learn more about that, there's a whole video I did on the perfect internal linking system on our YouTube channel. It's a little bit older, but um, everything in there still reigns true. Next thing, John Mueller, the spokesperson for Google SEO says he doesn't see SEO becoming obsolete. Thanks, John. I don't either. And then next thing, Google says that 12% of top stories, rather not Google, but NewsDash, um, says that only 12% of Google top stories aren't AMP, okay? So according to NewsDash, the Google top stories carousel recently displayed 12% of non-AMP URLs. Now this is new. If you remember the news from a couple of weeks ago, basically they allowed non-AMP pages into the top stories area within Google for the first time. So now we're seeing about 12% of those are non-AMP. Next thing, all right, so there's all this stuff that came out around Facebook and, you know, iOS and, you know, all of that, right? I think uh, most people saw that news. So now Facebook has introduced conversion modeling updates. So, you know, Facebook, 
they had these challenges with Apple's app, transparency tracking, the ATT update. And so Facebook recently announced these changes. Basically what they are is um, you can make some updates to your campaign, but the biggest thing is that they estimate conversions uh, within a seven day click attribution window. And they're also gonna make it flexible so that you can market to Android users. So Facebook, obviously, you know, they got hit with some, some issues and that was in their targeting and potentially attribution. They've had issues with attribution for a long time. They're coming in, they're addressing that. Obviously they're immediately on it. You know, what else is interesting? I'm not sure if you saw this, but Google came out with Flock and that was gonna be their answer to cookies because they were gonna get rid of cookies. They rolled that back. So now they're not gonna be rolling out Flock. They're pushing that out into the future. They might've jumped the gun there a little bit, um, but, Facebook was hit with this, and we've actually seen um, some pretty good results with Facebook, great results post uh, this big change. And I like where they're going with it because what we're seeing is there's all these kind of like third party little softwares that are coming out that offer uh, tracking, attribution, artificial intelligence that are, are trying to append to these platforms. But in my opinion, those will be obsolete in about a year um, or two because uh, these networks are going to build a better option for that within their own ecosystem, and they're going to kick those um, those other types of software out. Don't mean to be negative about that. Those softwares are great. A lot of uh, respect to everybody who's built one, but I, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Next thing, BuzzSumo has shared tips on creating evergreen content. So take a look at this. They said best guide data and reasons are headlines that are really great for producing words in headlines that are really great for producing long lasting content. But essentially they said, look, you know, find the, the best content, the most successful out there, and then go out there and then build your own 10 X version of that content. And that was essentially what their, their advice was. And then after that, try to get uh, influencers to share it. That's a, also a good idea. Uh, and then next thing is Pinterest has uh, banned all weight loss related ads. Apparently they didn't think it was great for the platform. So all those ads can no longer run on Pinterest. We're seeing this big thing where these social media sites are, are kind of starting to wake up more and more every day. What are we actually going to allow people to put on this platform? Because they become liable. It hurts uh, their consumer trust and um, certainly the ads, but also the content are a part of that. So I, I think we will see stricter regulations as things go on. And then Norway, interesting country leader in a lot of things, uh, has made it so that you have to disclose if an image has been touched up, okay? So where body shape, size, or skin has been retouched, even through a filter, we need a standard label designed by the Norway Minister of Children and Family Affairs, uh, essentially, these new regulations require all influencers and advertisers to label retouched photos posted online. That's going to be a lot of, uh, what do you guys think about that? I think that's going to be a lot of uh, influencers are going to have to disclose a lot of photos they've retouched. Uh, I mean, doesn't every camera like have a setting that automatically uh, modifies it in, in most cases and smooths out your skin and stuff like that. It's going to be interesting to see how that one plays out. 
the rules apply to anyone who receives any payment or benefit by posting the photos. Okay, so that's an important part. If you want to learn more about that story, check out our website. Uh, here's your weekly action items. So clearly identify any retouched photos that are used for marketing purposes. Important thing. If you're in health or fitness um, space, be careful how you promote your products. Make sure you're sensitive to people whose workout routines were disrupted thanks to the pandemic. That's that's an interesting one. Uh, follow Buzz Sumo's advice on creating evergreen content. Think about how you can use Facebook's conversion modeling updates to reach people in your target market. That's, a, that's, that's one we should all jump on. If you're overdoing it with internal links, think about how you can modify your website to have the best links go to the right place. And then think about how you can use extended TikTok videos links to promote your brand. Careful with that one. They might not do as well. And then I've seen IGTV doesn't always do as well as um, just like a normal Instagram post, different sites, but it might be a similar concept. And then consider how you might use uh, Microsoft's multimedia ads. Those are definitely worth checking out as well as Google's dynamic ads. Those are pretty awesome. That's it for the digital marketing news this week. I'll see you next week. Leave me a comment. I love chatting with you online. I'll see you next time. Bye.